We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen part at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. Who should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hi everyone, this is Kelsey Jones, Executive Editor of Search Engine Journal, and I'm here today with Laura Roeder, the founder of MeetEdgar.com. Laura, thanks so much for meeting with us today. Yeah, I'm very happy to be here, Kelsey. So, you know, I had first heard of you through um, your original company, LKR Social Media, where you do social media coaching and strategy, and, you know, I've always been impressed by your expertise. How did you kind of start building that business up and what drew you to specializing in social media? Yeah, so when I first started working for myself uh, back in 2007, I was a freelance web and print designer and I made websites for local businesses and social media was just becoming a really hot topic uh, back in 2008. Twitter was new on the scene, Facebook uh, fan pages, as they were called, did not yet exist. And because I was making websites, I would always advise my clients about how to get traffic to their site, how to make it most effective, basically online marketing, which I had taught myself. So as I started to get more and more questions about social media, people kept telling me, you know, you could get paid just to do the social media part, because to me, that's that's what I did for free. You know, I got paid to make the website, and then social media was just this fun thing I did on the side. So I thought that sounded pretty great if I could get paid <laughs> just to talk to people about social media. Uh, so that's how I got started, and it turned from consulting to training uh, to the social media software company Edgar that I have now. Yeah, and I know Edgar launched in 2014, um, and it's such a cool idea that basically it's taking your old social media content and rescheduling it. What gave you the idea to start building that platform? So it's basically software based on what we were doing manually and what our company was teaching others to do manually as well. Uh, We do a lot of social media marketing for our own companies, as you can imagine, where we're big believers in it. And Uh, For years, we had been repeating our best content because we just saw how important it was to send people back to your old content, to repeat the stuff that's working really well. So we had this really complicated spreadsheet built out with different categories of updates, and we'd go through and copy and paste them into a scheduling tool and mark them off, and it was just this, this big, hairy, crazy spreadsheet, and we were teaching our customers to do the same for their social media. And even though it was a really complicated spreadsheet, they were doing it because they were getting such great results. So after doing this a while, we're like, why don't, why don't the tools do this automatically? You know, the thing that always blew my mind is why don't the tools store a library of your updates? You know, forget even repeating them. I think one of the most powerful things that Edgar does is just you have a library of all your updates. It's so odd to me that um, most of the other tools don't do that. So we just decided, well, if no one's doing it, I guess we'll have to do it ourselves. And, and that's why we built Edgar. Yeah, that's awesome. And I still feel like there's no tools that do it automatically. So right. you really have you know, a unique niche or corner in the industry. And that's mm-hmm. so cool. Um, so why do you think you know it's important for marketers or business owners to reuse their past content? So most 
people who do social media marketing, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're probably pretty savvy about social media marketing and you know that it goes hand in hand with content marketing. They really go together. So most people start marketing on social media by sending out links to their content, right? Sending out whether it's a podcast or it's a video series or your blog posts. So you get on social media if you've been blogging for a while, you've probably written, you know, a hundred posts that are just sitting there on your blog. And if you're doing things right, you're bringing in new people every day, right? We're talking about marketing a business here. You can't just Mm -hmm. keep marketing to the same people. So most people make the mistake of creating all this content that you've worked so hard and spent hours creating and your new audience never sees it because you're not sending it out. So you need to be sending out links to your old content over and over again so that you can leverage it to new people and not just not just your content but other things you might send on social like you know little words of wisdom or inspirational quotes only a tiny percentage of people who follow you on social see any given update so it's really smart to leverage it by posting it again yeah and I saw on your website you know I was kind of looking through it again after or before I was going to talk to you today and I saw that some some of the testimonials on your site have seen amazing results from you know, rescheduling their past content. Do you have any cool like case studies or stories of businesses where it really impacted their marketing and the traffic to their site? Yeah, I mean, uh, I should have gotten a specific number in front of me because that's always uh, <laughs> that's always more impressive. But very regularly with Edgar, uh, we have customers tell us that their traffic doubled or more to their site once they started using Edgar. And it's it's funny because I almost feel like we're, we're sort of cheating because the only reason the traffic is increasing so much is because they're posting a lot more links back to their yes. website. You know, it's not, it's not magic, but it, it sort of is magic <laughs> because Edgar does it automatically. It's something that we all know we should do, but it's so time consuming to schedule manually. That's why you really need a tool like Edgar to do it. Uh, but yeah, we very regularly hear from customers that say, you know, I was getting this many hits uh, from social. I logged into my analytics after I set up Edgar, and I was shocked because we're getting double the traffic that we used to. Yeah. Um, you know, have you guys experimented with, like, changing the wording of um, tweets that you're sending out again? I mean, I know the point of Edgar is to do it automatically, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm curious to know if, you know, maybe the language, if you do it in a different way, you get more traffic or more posts or more uh, clicks. Yeah, I mean, something cool about Edgar is you can see the performance of all your posts. So it's definitely something that my team does every so often, looks through Edgar and we look at, okay, what has driven a lot of engagement? What has driven a lot of traffic? Uh, And I would say more than tweaking, we sort of use it to emulate more content. You know, the best way to come up with new content for social is to look at your old content and and see what's working really well. And we sometimes eliminate things too. You know, you see what's doing well, you also see what's performing badly. So it's like, well, we don't want to waste one of our time slots sending out this update that no one's clicking on. Let's either, like you said, rephrase it or just eliminate it entirely. Yeah, so, I mean, I know you're kind of mentioning, you know, it kind of seems like you're using Edgar and your own company sort of as guinea pigs Mm. for the marketing that you do. I mean, is there anything that you've kind of experimented with, with your own company that then you've been able to um, recommend to customers or clients? Yeah. You know, something really fun about starting Edgar last year in 2014 is 
uh, I've been teaching about social media for many years and I really got the opportunity to practice what I preach and start from scratch. Yeah. You know, we're starting a new business. So we started a new Twitter account, new Facebook account, a new blog, all the social profiles we started from zero. So I really got to see, okay, what I teach people, <laughs> does it really work when you start from zero? Good news is yes. Yeah. Um, and also I got to experience that frustration, which I think is really important because it's easy to forget you know, once you have a more established media presence, uh, how difficult it is when you're starting out. It's really frustrating. Everyone has to build one person at a time. And what we did with Edgar, which I would really recommend to others, is we actually started with social first. We, we started with Twitter first. We didn't, we had a Twitter account before we even had a blog. All we had at that point was a sort of one page little teaser website about Edgar. And that way, when we started blogging, we started creating our own content, we had an audience to send it to. You know, blogging is a lot more time consuming than getting set up on Twitter. You don't want to write this blog post yeah, and, and have no one see it. So you can start on Twitter by sending out links to other people's content. You can build a little audience and then you have somewhere to put your own. And doing the social site sort of one at a time also allows you to transfer your audience. So after we get, you know, 5,000 people on Twitter, then when we set up our Facebook page, a certain amount of those are going to follow us to Facebook. So a lot of people start everything at once and you're like, okay, I got five more people on Twitter and five more people <laughs> on Facebook. It's a bit easier so you can really focus your attention and say, okay, we're full on growing our Twitter presence and then next we'll grow our Facebook and now we have some traction and, and some people to start with. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think a lot of times when businesses get started with social media, they just do it all all at once. So it just yeah. becomes overwhelming because then you have to keep up with all of it all at once continuously. Right. And the beginning is when you have to put in a lot of manual work. You know, when you're first mm -hmm. building your Twitter profile, you have to have, find relevant people to follow. You have to engage them in conversation. You're creating all your content for the first time. You can, you can put social largely on autopilot later, but it is time consuming in the beginning. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I had seen on your Instagram or something that um, you had made a comment about boosting posts on Facebook. Do you think that that's a good idea for um, companies that are trying to grow their social media profiles to do boost, boost, boosted uh, content on Facebook or Twitter? Boosted posts, yeah. So I think Facebook advertising is fantastic. I think boosting posts is terrible. Uh, okay. So when, when you boost a post, meaning you go to your Facebook page, you hit the little boost button, it's basically just the worst kind of horribly untargeted Facebook advertising. <laughs> uh, and truthfully, it's really Facebook taking advantage of people who haven't had time to explore the whole advertising platform. They're saying, okay, we'll give you a little shortcut. You can just press this one button. But it's going to waste a lot of money because you don't have any of the super cool advanced targeting options that you do when you're using the full Facebook Power Editor. So any small business who's interested in doing some paid acquisition via Facebook, uh, it's, it's been a huge growth channel for us for Edgar. I think it can be really powerful. But I would really recommend that you not spend any money until you spend a little time researching how to use the power editor or you know, maybe hire an agency or a freelancer to do it for you. Don't just start throwing money clicking the little boost post button because you're not going to get great results. Yeah, I never really thought of it like that. I mean, I'm not um, a total expert in Facebook ads, but 
you're right that, you know, I'm sure a lot of small businesses, which is who I mainly work with when I'm not working for Search Engine Journal, um, they just have no idea, you know, what they're doing. And so that's really good advice. Um, you know, kind of going into that more, is there anything else that you commonly see, you know, business owners or marketers doing wrong on social media as a whole? Well, you really need to think about your funnels and social media. So related to the, the boosting posts, another reason that's probably not a great idea is you need to use social strategically to drive traffic to your website, which then drives sales for your business. So I think a big misconception people have about social is they'll do social and they'll be like, well, I didn't get any sales from social media. Social media is not where money changes hands. You know, people don't buy from you directly on social. What it does is it increases your traffic and it can increase your engagement, kind of your no like, and trust factor um, with new leads or with prospects or people who have bought from you before. So if you're thinking, okay, I want to get people on Facebook and then send them to my site, you probably don't want to pay for just views to a blog post because that blog post may not actually be a big driver for sales for you. You know, maybe it's something you've written yeah. to increase your SEO power to your site, but you wouldn't want to spend money driving people there. You would want to spend money driving people to maybe an opt-in to get on your email list where you can do follow-up marketing to them. Or maybe you want to drive them to a really specific blog post where you have a lot of information about your products, you have reviews of your products, something like that. So you really want to be strategic and think of social as a part of your larger marketing funnel instead of, oh, it's just sort of this random place to talk to people and throw links and I'm not really sure what I'm doing with it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it, that's a good idea to, if you are going to spend money on social, then it needs to go towards, you know, um, a form or a call to action right. or a download instead of just a blog post that you're proud of. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you think um, business owners or marketers should kind of focus on now when it comes to social media? I mean, it's a lot of people are frustrated right now um, with Facebook specifically. You know, there's a lot of conversation about how Facebook reach is dropping. And it is dropping. I mean, Facebook has shared the numbers. Uh, organic reach is way down on Facebook pages. And this has made a lot of businesses say, you know, I'm done with Facebook. I don't even want to bother with it anymore. Mm -hmm. And what we have to remember is that we have been in a golden era of social media. You know, if you were lucky enough to get on social media a few years ago, you just got this huge reach for free, which is pretty amazing. You know, yeah, that Twitter and true. Facebook were just willing to lend you their audience for you to promote your business. It's not going to last forever, right? Um, Twitter and Facebook are both businesses looking to make money and the model they've chosen is ads. So of course they want to drive you towards ads. So I think anyone who's deleting their Facebook page is really making a massive mistake. Um, Facebook paid ads and organic pages really go hand in hand. You know, you're usually using your page as a tool in your advertising campaign. Uh, and Sorry, if you haven't explored ads, I know that probably doesn't make a lot of sense to you yet, but it will <laughs> once, you start, once you start diving in. Um, I would just encourage people to be realistic that reach is going to continue to drop. You know, that's one of the reasons why we created Edgar. We're looking towards the future saying, okay, reach is going to get smaller and smaller, so how can we help people leverage the reach that they already have, right? If only 
two or 3% of your audience are seeing a post, then you're going to need to post it more than once if you want more people to see it. So instead of giving up on the whole thing, you really need to look towards the trends of where is this going and how can I be smart about increasing that reach that I do have. Yeah, it kind of goes back to getting the most bang for your buck. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, um, kind of wrapping it all up and, um, you know, thank you so much for all the advice you've given on social. I know that um, social is still something that a lot of businesses are just confused about and don't know how to leverage it in the right way. So hopefully (laughs) what we talked about today will help. Um, You know, is there anything that you want to share with our audience um, about Edgar? You know, if you're working on anything else or any new services or are you just optimizing the service and making it better? Yeah, we're continuing to make uh, a lot of improvements for Edgar. You know, we've been lucky that it's really taken off and we have a really great customer base um, who is very, very open to sharing with us how they're using the tool, you know, what they love about it, what they think can be improved. So Edgar just continues to get smarter in how we share your content, uh, letting you know what's working and what's not working, giving you more options, flexibility with scheduling. You know, something else really cool about Edgar is that all of your updates are stored in categories, uh, which a lot of people really love just for organizing their social. Mm-hmm. And the other social yeah. tools, you just have this huge pile <laughs> of yeah, all your just updates. just a long list. <laughs> right. And if you're someone who posts a lot, that can get really confusing and really frustrating. So um, with Edgar, it's all based in categories. You can choose whatever categories you want, how, how many ever you want. And it also helps you kind of wrap your mind around creating content for social. If I find that if you have a category to fill in, it makes it a lot easier staring at that blank screen. You know, if you know that people like inspirational quotes, you can go to an online inspirational quotes library. You can choose a hundred, load them up into your quotes category, and then you're done. As opposed to staring at that blank screen every day, trying to come up with something to say. So uh, I'm obviously really excited about Edgar. Our customers are excited and, and it just continues to get better. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so Laura, thank you so much for joining Marketing Nerds today. Um, I loved hearing more about Edgar and your advice on social media. Thank you. Again, this is Kelsey Jones, executive editor of Search Engine Journal and Laura Roeder of meetedgar.com. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.